Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro at the Novacare Complex. How are you, everybody? Training camp's here. I know you've taken a look at everything. You're studying Jalen Hurts. You're wondering about the injury to Devontae Smith. Don't be concerned, Eagles. Announcing that he is week-to-week with a knee injury, not expected to be serious, certainly not expected to bleed at all into the regular season. Smith has been extremely impressive since he was the Eagles' first-round draft pick back in the spring, and he had a really good first almost full week of practice before suffering the injury. So Eagles erring on the side of caution here. None of the injuries that they have sustained, Brandon Brooks, Isaac Sayamalo, None of them expected to linger anywhere close to the regular season. So take a deep breath there. We are excited to get things rolling here. A big week here with the Philadelphia Eagles is the pads going on on Tuesday. Harold Carmichael goes into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on Saturday. And then Sunday, we welcome you all to Lincoln Financial Field. The first of two open to the public practices. Tickets just $10.00. All proceeds going to the Eagles Autism Foundation. Make sure that you join us on Sunday. If you can't make it then, how about August 22nd at Lincoln Financial Field? Practice begins both evenings at 7 p.m. All right, so we've got a loaded, and I mean loaded, Eagles Insider podcast for you. We're going to meet with some players. I mean, that's kind of what we're going to do throughout the training camp period so you can get to know these players How about the punter? Do you name quick, name the Eagles punter? Well, his name is Aaron Sippos, and he comes from a long line of Australian rules football players trying to make it in the NFL. He's the only punter here. So the Eagles obviously like him very much. We'll get into his story in just a bit. Also, on the defensive side of the ball, safety Anthony Harris here after his time in Minnesota. He's here to kind of run the deep part of the Eagles secondary, and he's a really interesting guy. You're going to Enjoy the interview with him. And then Miles Sanders in for his third season with the Eagles. And we'll talk about his expectations in 2021. Let's begin the podcast with head coach Nick Sirianni. Now, it's kind of like a a hallowed part of the Novacare complex. The head coach's office. And since the days of Andy Reid, and then Chip Kelly, and then Doug Peterson, now it's Nick Sirianni. Each coach has a different spin on that office and what they feel is really important to the office. Uh, That's part of the conversation that Nick and I had just after training camp began. New head coach, new challenges. Very excited for the opportunity, one-on-one and exclusive with head coach Nick Sirianni. What was it like for you to have your wife, your kids, your father, your brother here um, to see you start this training camp? Yeah, that, that, you know, they're all, I guess, that's comfort, right? Because they're always there, right? And so I have a very supportive family, very supportive wife and family and parents and brother. And so it, it it's just like that's the way it's supposed that's the way it's supposed to be because they're always there. So I know I know how blessed I am that they are always there. I know that that's not the case for everybody, but it was like that's just the way it's supposed to be. My dad was at training camp when we were in San Diego. They would drive out from New York, drive. You heard me? Amazing drive. Yeah. Um, and did they stop? Do they, do they, is it the kind of family that will like stop for a cup of coffee or like stop for meal or, or stop for two nights? Or they're like, they're just go, go, go. It's been go, a go. while since I've been in the car with my mom and dad. <laughs> I don't know how they're, I don't know what their their schedule is anymore, but they like to drive. They like to go to football stuff. So, 
Um, but yeah, it was just it's 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 great to see them out at practice, even though you know with the COVID protocols, we're we're not able to see them after practice. But it is nice, like you know, I saw my son walking walking uh, with my wife down to the family tent, and I and I know we wanted, I could feel like he wanted to say hi, so I, I stopped what I was doing and I made it a point to say, "Hey, Jacob." He looked at me, and we do the thing we do before before games. I'll look in the stands. We'll hit the chest, and we'll go one finger in the air. And so that was kind of cool. I think he and he he we. I looked at him. We did it. He smiled, and you know, it made it made my day. I know that. I don't know if it made Jacob's day. Yeah, it was very cool. Like your your youngest was in the stroller going da 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 da, and then your oldest was actually like really tuned into your press conference. Any, any I think he was like, I think he was sitting next to Jeff McClain, like with his with a notepad. And <laughs> he was like, "Oh, okay." No, that was. I was, yeah, that was that was funny, wasn't it? Um, any feedback on your performance? Did he tell you? He didn't you? tell me. He didn't tell me. I know I had to focus because I, I needed. I wanted to look over it, but I know I remember one interview in Indy, like the oh, Dom's a great security guard. He kept him back a little bit because in Indy. <laughs> They were behind me one time, and I'm giving the interview, and Jacob smacked me in the butt. <laughs> and I'm like, who's, who's holding back? So he's a little bit more mature and well-behaved, but and Dom's a great security guard. But, um, no, it was, it was cool just to, to see them there. That, that, those, are, those are priceless moments that you, that you won't forget, especially I think somebody caught it on camera. We, it was in a, fam, a couple family texts that were going around yesterday, so we all had a good laugh about it, and I think – That'll be something you show Miles doing on his graduation day or something like that, All right? Uh, how's it going so far? How, how have you managed, you know, being the, all these responsibilities of being a head coach? You know, I've talked about this a lot. Like, there, every step you make, whether it's from Division three football to Division two football to NFL, there's always a change, right? And whether it's from a quality control to a position coach to a coordinator to a head coach, there's a change. And you have more responsibilities, different responsibilities, but you can't stop doing what got you there in the first place, right? So now you just can't, right? If if my expertise was quarterbacks and wide receivers, I got to coach them like I was coaching them when I was a position coach. And my expertise is is offense. I got to coach that offense like I was doing it when I was the coordinator, right? So it's just more hats to wear, a little bit, little bit, little bit busier and. And you got to learn to to delegate and to and to trust the people that you trusted enough to hire. And and for that, I you know, I know I can do that because you know Shane and Aaron and Kevin and Brian, we got just great coaches right there. So um, I'm able to do wear those many hats because of the great coaches that we have here. Um, what did, what would you like to accomplish in training camp when when this is over and we're getting ready? Well, we're on the airplane to to Atlanta. I mean, you look back at training camp, what, what will constitute a successful camp? Yeah, I think our goals that we said in front of the team, our goals were to build team chemistry, connect, right? And there's many different ways that it happens. Our goal was to compete, right? So it was to compete every day. There really wasn't, wasn't more to that than just compete in everything that we do. Um, our goal... Um, our next goal was to get in great football shape, and that's a form of accountability. Yeah. Uh, what do you want the quarterback to do in your system? It just whoever the quarterback is, what does he have to do? He's got to get you. He's got to first of all be a good decision maker with the football, right? Know where to go with the football. 
be so aware of the coverages. You know, we, we have progression reads, we have coverage-based reads. And when it's coverage-based reads, be so in tune with what the coverage is that he knows where to go with the football, right? And now, and and he gets the ball out of his hands um, when he can. Um, and then, uh, you know, just be able to make plays with his feet and just run the show out there. Get us in and out of plays, you know, but not don't do too much, but get us in and out of plays when you see it. And that's just, that's our job to, to train them to do that, but run the show, know the offense um, and throw the ball accurately. Do you feel the players have responded to your energy, your style, your, the, the mantras that you have, the, the commitments that you Someone have? Someone asked me that the other day. And I just said, I'm not, everything that I'm saying is they know it's true. The players buying in everything I'm saying, they know it's true. Like, Yesterday, we talked about how important it is to watch, review game tape, and review practice tape. It's so important to the development of you as a player. Like, they know it's nothing. I'm, I'm, hey, you got to compete. Well, yeah, that's true. It's just about how you, how you bring these, these things with the energy you do bring them. And I just think you always want to tell the guy what we're doing. You just want to let them know that. You have a reason for what you're doing. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? When you can give guys why, the reason why, I find buy-in is more is, is just huge, right? Because they take responsibility for it and, and accountability for it, and they understand. Like so many times when I grew up, um, it was like, you do this. Why? Because I'm the head coach. Well, yeah, it's a different time. And it's just, you know, you do this. Why? And here's why because it is a greater form of learning um, and then how we're going to do it. So it's everything that we do with our five core values or anything that we're so-and-so trying to get them to buy in. We're always going to tell them what it is, what we're trying to get them to buy into, why it's important and how we're going to do it. And I just think that process right there, those three things really bring it to life and, and you can get, you can get guys to, to do what you want to do. And again, like I said, it's, it's, not stuff that's off the wall. If I was saying off the wall stuff and trying to get them by, and I can understand it's 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 stuff they know is true. You know. Last two questions. Um, uh, you jumped right in uh, first practice, eleven on eleven, right away. Boom! Like really, really could be no easing in. Why? Yeah, it's the only way I know how to do it in practice. Right? You could say we eased in as far as red zone to save the guy's leg, but as far as the competitiveness, like when you when you study everybody and you know. And you look at the good teams you've been on, they practice the hardest, they practice the best, right? Um, and they practice hard, right? And so we want to set that stage right from right from the beginning of how important practice is. If we're truly going to be a team that believes and you have to make marginal gains each day and get better each day, then you've got to practice hard. You've got to review tape hard. You've got to meet hard. You get Everything we do is at full speed and hard because that's how you get better, right? And there's time for walkthrough. And there's a time to, you know, but you're, you you got to walk through hard, right? And that, that can be mental. Ment doing stuff hard, sometimes mental. But when we're out in the practice field, we're going. We're going. And there's a time to cut it back, and I'll let them know when, but we're not there yet. I wonder what it was like for you watching watching the tape of your first practice. How hard were you on what you saw? How hard were you on yourself? I think if we if core value number three is accountability, it always starts with yourself. And what did you do? What? How are you going to make yourself better from from what happened at practice yesterday? And what did you do well, right? And so that's always that 
and that's a, that's just self-awareness and taking ego out of it and like because sometimes it's like man i really screwed that up that was bad and you know what that you don't want that to happen too much but that's what that's how you get better right that's how you get better every single day is by evaluating yourself evaluating the team and 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 so if i want the players to hold themselves accountable and know hey i need to make this correction i got to do it that you lead by example and that that's kind of how yesterday went is i looked at myself and then and then we held the players accountable and we held ourselves accountable first nick attacks everything with so much gusto doesn't he boy that enthusiasm is infectious on the defensive side of the ball, an injection of new blood for the Eagles. Part of the philosophy in the offseason as they bring some young players along was to add veterans to teach what Jonathan Gannon, a defensive coordinator, wants for this group in 2021. And with that in mind, the Eagles bringing in the likes of Eric Wilson at linebacker, Ryan Kerrigan as a pass rusher, Steven Nelson at the cornerback position. We heard from him last week on the Eagles Insider Podcast. And then what about safety Anthony Harris? Well, in 2019, you'll remember he had six interceptions in the regular season, another interception in the postseason, and he was one of the great ball-hawking defensive backs in the league. 2020, the numbers went down. Minnesota's defense struggling up front. And when it struggles up front, the guys in the back end just don't have an opportunity to get their hands on the football. Well, Harris expects to get his hands on the football in this defense. And he's just one of those players you just like. Great personality, a leader, and someone who really is enjoying his time in Philadelphia. All of those things are on the topics, among the topics we're talking about here with Anthony Harris, Eagles safety, one-on-one. Our coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles training camp 2021 continues. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with Eagles safety, Anthony Harris. Good to see you in person. Uh, how's camp going? It's going well. Um, you know, it feels good to get back on the field, you know, meet up with the teammates, starting to get into, you know, defensive things, working together, and really just competing with the offense. You know, that competitive aspect, being able to get out in the field has been great. Do you like training camp? Yeah, I mean, you know, you spend all season just working on your individual game. You know, you do some things with meeting in terms of, you know, what you want to do as a defense and, and what your goals are as a team. So to be able to get on the field with each other and, you know, rep those things out and compete every day and just strive and get to know the guys in the locker room and the coaches, that's what it's really all about, that football aspect. At what point, Anthony, do you feel like you kind of get a sense of what this defense is going to be all about? Like, is it, it takes, is it regular season? Is it three games into the regular season? Well, I think, you know, it changes throughout the season. You know, you know what you want to get done, what the goal is, the style of the defense and what we really want to get done. But it's really just being physical, playing with a lot of intensity. Those things, you know, will be consistent. And those are things that you really focus on. Other than that, you listen to the coaching tips and the schemes and stuff that the coaches want you to do. And then you just really go play with a lot of intensity and a lot of energy. All right, for these fans who do not know Jonathan Gannon, we all rave about him. Uh, your thoughts on him and, and, like, what does he do really well as a defensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun these past couple of days. Really just getting into meetings with him, you know, him sharing his ideas on what we want to get done on the field. And then just going out there and playing with it. And then, you know, getting that reassurance of, hey, you did it right. Or you're just right there. Or, we got to do this a little bit better. I just think that communication that we're getting from him and then that energy of what we want to get done in terms of disrupting the ball, you're starting to see a little bit on the field. Take us inside your day. What, what time do you get up? What time do you get? Like, what do you do from the time you wake up until the time your head hits the pillow? Yeah, I wake up about 6 o'clock. Um, after a good night's sleep? After a good night's sleep, okay. yep. I wake up about 6 o'clock. 
sometimes I'll get a shake in the morning, you know, add different stuff in there, whether it's berries, peppers, different stuff for my health and peppers. And yeah. What is that for? Bell peppers, antioxidants. Really? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes me, that makes, that's not good for me. I gotta figure that out. <laughs> I gotta figure that out. Go ahead. I'm learning here. I'm Go trying ahead. to learn from Eric Wilson a little bit. He's a big health guy. Oh, so. is he really? Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So usually do that, then try to get over here to the facility by seven o'clock, seven fifteen. Um, and then from there is, you know, a little bit more breakfast, something a little bit more heavier and then use is, you know, weight room or starting to get prep ready for practice. So you actually will pump weights before just to loosen up or it's not heavy lifting at this point, right? No, it's just a little fluid things, you know, maintenance, you know, it's a physical game. So, you know, you want to make sure, you know, you're standing there, you're moving a little bit of weights and you're keeping that strength and weight and everything where it's supposed to be. And the meetings are just reviewing what you've done on the field, more install. You, is that still in the fun category, Anthony? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, it's just always about learning. You know, the coaches, they're professionals. They've been around the game a long time. So to spend time with them and break down and dissect your game in the unit and just helping yourself being able to improve, that's the fun aspect of just trying to get better each day and then going out and competing to try to get those results. And what time do you get out of here at night? I've been getting home around like 8.30. And, and then I'm, what do you do? You, by the end, the day is usually done. You know, we finish up meetings, have a late snack. Um, I may take a couple minutes to, you know, listen to a podcast or something, kind of relax the mind a little bit, then get ready to go to sleep. Are you a political podcast guy? Are you a wellness podcast guy? Are you an entertainment podcast? Are you a relationship podcast guy? What what kind of stuff, you know, entertainment, gossip, what kind of stuff are you listening to? No, I'm just using, usually listening to stuff that's going to better me, you know, you know, stuff about mental health, um, stuff about, you know, diet. Uh, believe strong mindset, uh, mastering different crafts and what that mindset looked like. So it's really all just about, you know, building up that mental aspect in, in different areas of my life, whether it's relationships, uh, whether it's my faith or whatever that may be. I, I would imagine that having the strong mindset has really been a positive for you in your career. You weren't drafted, took the long road, you know, uh, you've made a great career for yourself. You're in a situation now where I would imagine you're thinking, I have to prove myself to the rest of the league. Am I on the right track here? Yeah, so that's what it's always about, you know, just getting better, improving yourself. So from that aspect of having a strong mindset, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Just because you're there, you don't have to stay there. So with that mindset, it's just always about trying to be a better person, trying to be a better player, always looking to improve and, you know, always thinking that there's room to grow and trying to find that. How much of this season is important to you? How is it to be come again, well-known in this game, to be established as one of the best in the, in the game? How important is 2021 for you? For me, it's, it's important, you know, not, not just as an individual, you know, being part of something bigger than just myself. So, you know, that's going out, winning a lot of games as a team, being a great organization. And I mean, ultimately, for, in order for that to happen, I have to do what I have to do in terms of being a good contributor. So that's not just being, uh, being accountable for myself, but holding my teammates accountable, making sure my teammates are holding me accountable and my coaches as well. So it's really just about bettering myself, but bettering everybody around me at the same time. Anthony Harris, thanks so much for joining me. Great to see you. Miles Sanders has been one of the NFL's best big play running backs in his first two seasons. He wants more than that, though. He wants to be just terrific in everything he does. And so Miles coming into camp in great shape after a really fun offseason. We talked about that. Um, Miles Sanders engaging, enthralling, and he is so excited to get things rolling in this Eagles offense in a variety of ways. How many ways can Miles Sanders touch the football? Well, let's see what he has in mind as we discuss his role in this Eagles offense. 
He's in his third year now. Wow, grizzled veteran Miles Sanders, Eagles running back, joins me, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, as we continue our coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles 2021 training camp here at the NovaCare Complex. What's up, old? Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> how, does do that to me, <laughs> how does it feel three years in? Uh, feels good. Um, you know, I, humbly, I don't, I don't think I'm a vet yet. You know, I feel like I'm still proving myself on the team to this new coaching staff, but it's going fast. I could definitely say that, but it's a blessing. I'm blessed to be a running back in my third year, still healthy and still going. So, um, yeah, I'm just just happy to be here. So uh, let, let's take a look at the T-shirt here. We got the Nick Sirianni five uh, principles here. Yep, uh, we got connect. We've got co compete, accountability, football IQ, fundamentals. D does that mean something to you? Yeah, um, honestly, uh, if you think about it, it's the whole game of football, honestly, uh, especially with the competing, accountability, football IQ, fundamentals, and connecting is just, you know, just connecting with everybody since the new coaching staff and got a lot of new faces. The team's younger. You know, we still got our OGs. You got Kelsey, you got Brandon Brooks, you got Lane, you got Fletch, you got BG. But no, um, I love the vibe here. It's a new vibe. The energy's up, as you guys can see in practice. It's very competitive. And yeah, I just like what we got going on right now. Buying into a coach doesn't just happen like that. He's got to earn it, right? Like, yes, and I talked to him about it uh, in his office, and he said, "Well, if I were coming to players with these crazy ideas, maybe they wouldn't buy in." But as you say, these are all kind of what they already know. Yeah, these are already what you. So, I mean, how how has it been buying into what Nick and what Shane and what the coaching staff has been selling you? No, like you said, they're not crazy. This is literally the game of football, all in one in one circle, and mm -hmm. then the one percent better with everybody being new and new faces, just focus on connecting with each other and getting 1% better in practice. Today was much better than yesterday. Yesterday was cool, the uh, energy was good, but it, it wasn't perfect at all. Everything's new and everybody's just you know, riding the wave and just you know connecting with each other. All right, so let's talk about 2021 and this Eagles running back room. To me, 17 games, you need to have four running backs so you can rely on two on the practice. What I mean, it's going to, one game more doesn't sound like a lot to you, no. But it does seem like a whole lot more to you, 17 versus 16. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a lot. Uh, just more games that, that matter more, you know, adding that extra game. No, it's, it's going to take a toll on everybody, you know, especially these vets that's going on 10 years. You know, they're going to feel it. It's a long season, and it's not easy playing in this league either. So, But the main thing is being professional and taking care of your body. Does your responsibility change in this offense? Do, do the run Is the run game different than it was oh, no. in the years past? No, it's not different. Because uh, Stout's still overseeing the run game. Right, so, right. Yeah. Stout's still here, still love that guy, crazy as can be. But the run game hasn't changed. I think we're emphasizing the run game more, you know, just to balance everything out. Hey, Miles, uh, one other thing here. Just how much you've grown up in the game of football. From, from three years ago to now, where do you think you've matured the most as a man and as a football player? Um, as a man, just uh, figuring out just how to be a true pro, uh, taking care of my body way better, uh, having a routine every day, you know, especially being a running back. We take the most toll, I think, out of anybody. We're getting tackled to the ground almost every time we touch the ball. So football-wise, just knowing what I got to do, my football IQ is way better than what I was. You know, coming into the league, you got to be really a smart football player more than athletic, and that's what the league is. Everybody's here for a reason because their athleticism and ability to play. But what separates people is the mental part. All right, cool stuff. Hey, man, looking forward to seeing yes. how it goes for you. Great to see you yes, in person. Sir. Miles Sanders joins me here as we continue our coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles training camp 2021 at the NovaCare Complex. So we've touched on the defense, the offense. How about special teams right now? Why not? The Eagles have a new punter in town. His name is Aaron Sipos. He punted at Auburn after 
a stint with the Australian Rules Professional League. He played 30 games there. And then following a familiar pipeline to the NFL. Sipos last year spent the season on the Detroit Lions practice squad. Didn't have a chance to kick in the preseason. Didn't have a chance to win the job. But having been there for a full year, well, he thinks that experience will pay dividends as he looks to win the Eagles punter job this summer. Here he is, exclusively Aaron Sipos. Do you know who he is? You're going to know after you hear from him right here. Crazy little journey you've had, huh? Yeah, it's been a crazy little journey. Uh, you know, obviously came over here a few years ago and started out in, at Auburn University and uh, thoroughly enjoyed my time there. Then obviously had my time in Detroit and it was in a you know pretty good competition and, uh, you know, things obviously didn't work out for me, but... You know, I had an experience in terms of playing in the practice, uh, being on the practice squad the whole year, which was, you know, quite beneficial for me being in an NFL setting. And hopefully I can, uh, you know, hopefully it all pays off here and can really get after it. Is it all technique? I feel like majority of the time it's all technique, you know. Uh, sometimes sometimes you got to kind of, you know, throw it out when it matters. You know, obviously just go out there and just do your job and, and kick the ball. But, you know, a lot of it is to do with technique and making sure that your body's in the right place and everything to be able to execute your job. How much did you miss, you know, preseason games like, yeah. like like that was like that's like your chance to make the team yeah. what a bummer last year yeah I mean it, it's a different kind of circumstances last year and you know who knows whether it would have benefited me or not I, I have no idea but uh, you know I just kind of had to run with it and, and uh, you know use my experience you know to uh, from last year and just kind of take it with me. So I'm super excited about the preseason games this year. It's going to be awesome just to get out there and play a few games. And um, you know, by the time week one comes and and hopefully I'm here, it's uh, you know I'm ready to go. That the Eagles don't have another punter here. What, is it, what, is it, what, is, what, what does it say to you? Oh, uh, look, I mean, you know, it is a, it is a nice feeling. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, obviously the summit, the, the you know the springtime here, I tried to put in as much effort as possible to feel good about myself and give them confidence in me coming into at least training camp. So if I just can can continue that, then you know, obviously things are looking pretty good. But you know, same time as the NFL, things can change in the matter of minutes and stuff, and they could bring anyone at any time. So I need to make sure I'm executing my role. What got you into the game? Uh, followed it at home a fair bit. Um, super, it was super cool to watch there. Obviously, I was limited in terms of the games that I got to watch, but that was that was awesome to see. And other guys coming over here and doing it and seeing how well they did, I thought, well, why not give it a go? Who's the OG over there? The OG. Well, Darren Bennett probably started it all a right. uh, long time ago. Uh, but obviously, Sav was here yeah. for Philly for a bit, and uh, I think Ben Graham kind of moved around a little bit too, uh, Detroit and Arizona and that. But uh, you know, I mean, obviously, it's been there's a heavy presence these days in terms of four or five guys in there, and hopefully, I'm uh, I'm another one added to the list. Is there is there is there a reason why it's been such a transition from Australian rules to American football? I mean, the technique's very similar in terms of the way we hold the ball, like it's in our hand the whole time, and that's the way we kick the, the Australian rules ball at home so it just makes it a little bit easier to kind of come over here um, and be able to do that you know hopefully every single time How good were you over there? Uh, I mean I was good enough to play you know professional football over there Um, would I have liked to have played longer? Absolutely but it didn't happen and uh, I was good enough to be able to go there and you know play 30 games there and uh, now I can hopefully use that experience as well and come in here and again execute and uh, you know, being in a professional setting that I already have been hopefully makes things a little bit easier. And can you make a lucrative pr- living? <laughs> you can absolutely. Did, did if, you, you do, if you do well, if you do well enough over there, absolutely. If you can have that ten plus career or eight plus career, that there is no doubt it's fine. Um, you know, if you if you're kind of a fringe player for the four or five years, not so much. Um, but you know, 
for me, it's just all about the experience and that stuff can come later on in life. And then the holding part of it, is that, yep. did you do that at Auburn also? I did that at Auburn for a little bit. Uh, not as much as probably I would have liked, um, but to be honest, I've, I've honed in on that as much as I can because I know that's such an important role. I mean, in the end, we've got to put points on the board. And if I'm not doing my job there, then uh, I don't have a job. So um, I've, I've emphasised that so much. And, you know, I feel like Jade kind of trusts me, you know, a fair bit now. And we've built such a good relationship in a short period of time that, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, two days in, how have you... How do you feel you performed? Uh, I feel like it's. I feel like I've done reasonably well. There's obviously room to improve, sure. as there is for everything. Um, but, you know, I feel like I've had a, a solid couple of days, and you know, even a couple of kickoffs here we, were pretty cool to do as well. So, um, who knows? Maybe they might sneak in during the preseason too. I got no idea. But uh, you know, I'm just. I'm just trying to. You know, add a few strings to my bow, really, and uh, make sure that I feel confident in every single thing. So if anything kind of happens, I'm there. Are you one who, are you sleeping well at night? <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, I am. I mean, I, I just, I think I just kind of, you know, back myself in with the work that I've put in previously to come out here and, and do my job and execute. It's, I don't need to feel nervous if I'm knowing that I've put in the work. So um, if I haven't done that, then there's every reason to come out here and go, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it, but, you know, I'll put in the work to make sure that I'm ready to what go. What a great chance. Like, all of a sudden, you know, you're here yep. and things change quickly in yep. life. Absolutely, they? absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole experience, you know, being the only guy here, having fans out here to go, you know, I didn't have that last year either. It was literally just a, it felt like it was a college camp, to be honest. But, uh, you know, having the fans out here and everything is super exciting. And, um, you know, it's all just about, it's just about the next day. It's just about, you know, once I do my job here, then it's about the next game going out there and yeah. doing it again. And the fans are aren't going to know who you are until... That's right. And you know what? It's probably a good thing. <laughs> we'll just keep it that way and make sure I, you know, just go out there and do everything I possibly can. And when week one comes around, then hopefully uh, the fans get around and we're, and we're good to go. Awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> and that will do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast. Thank you all for joining. Thanks, everyone, who plays a part in this. And on our side, that includes Peter Kelly, who's producing it. That includes Julie McLaughlin, who's producing it. And Ray Doyle, who's one of our producers and promoters as well. So thanks to all of them for their work. Thanks to you for joining each and every episode. If you have an opportunity to drop us a little review, we love the five stars. Just click on the link in the details section of your podcast library. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. We'll be back for more later in the week. And then I'm heading to Canton to celebrate Harold Carmichael's induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Until we meet again, everyone, have yourselves a great Eagles day. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! Hi, Eagles fans. I'm Connor Barwin, and I'm here to tell you about the Eagles Autism Challenge presented by Lincoln Financial Group. This year's event will take place on Saturday, August 21st, and we can't wait to see all of you back at Lincoln Financial Field live and in person. Register today to walk, run, or ride. In addition to making a transformational impact on the autism community, you'll also receive a complimentary ticket to our public practice on Sunday, August 22nd. Register today at eaglesautismchallenge.org, and I'll see you there.